Hey friends, happy Thursday. Welcome back to another Bibles, Babies, and Business podcast episode. Today, can you believe, okay, today we're going to be, we're, you know, as we do every Thursday, we're jumping into another Bible study breakdown episode. We've been going through the Bible in chronological order and every week, just about, maybe I missed a week in there, but every week we have been gleaning principles from each book in the Bible chronologically from Genesis to Revelation. Today, we are in the second to last book of the Bible. We're going to be studying the book of Jude. And then next week, yes, it's the book of Revelation, like the big finale. It's it's wild to me that we have done now, this is the 65th episode of us doing a Bible study breakdown, which is so cool to me. I, I am just... I love how you guys like these episodes. Uh, it seems that you like these episodes. And these episodes have just so beautifully challenged me to get into the word and to study the word and to understand how can we put these principles into our online coaching business. And so I'm just so grateful that you tagged along this ride. And we're not going to be done talking about the Bible once we're done with Revelation. We're going to find other ways to incorporate scripture into this podcast because this is the Bible's Babies and Business podcast. But today we're going to go into the book of Jude and we're going to be talking about how to master success by dodging this concept that a lot of us probably fall into without necessarily realizing it, myself included, and that is self-sabotage. When we are in a state of self-sabotaging, ourselves, our success, our goals. It is impossible to build the business into all that it can be while we're simultaneously self-sabotaging ourselves. And it's it's interesting because sometimes self-sabotage is something that we're not even necessarily aware of. So today we're going to talk about that inside of the book of Jude and we're going to study these, these principles. I'll see you on the inside. Hey coach, welcome to the Bible's Babies and Business Podcast. Are you ready to get more consistent, high ticket clients in your online coaching business without having to go through exhausting flops launches? Are you constantly searching for podcast episodes, looking for that key to unlocking $10,000 months in your business? Do you have big dreams of becoming debt free, going on more family vacations and staying home with your kids? But right now your business isn't even breaking $2,000 a month. Hey there, I'm Cami. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, before I was known for being a high-ticket sales expert for online coaches, and before I founded my program, High Ticket Powerhouse, which offers some of the best marketing and sales strategy in the coaching industry, I was just your average online coach, struggling to get by. I didn't know how to get clients, make consistent money online, or get out of the painful cycle of living paycheck to paycheck and drowning in debt. And to make matters worse, my husband and I were struggling through years of infertility and needed tens of thousands of dollars to grow our family. Oh, and on top of that, student loans and credit card debt. Needless to say, financially, we were a sinking ship. My business needed to make money. My family depended on it. That's when I discovered the art of how to close high ticket sales. And the best part, you don't need thousands of Instagram followers or ever have to struggle through another duct taped Instagram launch ever again. 
In this podcast, you'll find practical sales strategies to use in your own coaching business, biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, and a healthy dose of tough love. Because one thing you need to know about me, I don't sugarcoat it. My ultimate goal is to turn you into an absolute powerhouse at selling your high-ticket coaching online so you can be a blessing to your family, a blessing to your clients, and create life-changing impact for the kingdom of heaven. So grab your Bible, your laptop, and let's get to work. Because you were made for this. So when you open up the book of Jude, it's a relatively small book. And um, it actually starts off, it's interesting, Jude says that he he was originally super excited to write to them about salvation, but he felt that this topic was so important that he actually set aside his own plans to write about salvation and decided to write about this instead. And he's talking about the dangers of false teachers. And you might be thinking, well, where does the concept of self-sabotage come into false teaching, Cammie? Well, let me explain. There are three passages that I'm really going to highlight to you today in the book of Jude. And Jude is all one chapter. So all of these verses are, are it's not like Jude chapter one, chapter two, verse 10. It's like Jude verse 10. Okay. Cause it's a really short book. So I'm going to highlight to you three different verses that Jude is writing about that is talking about false teachers. And then the behavior, what I really want you to study though, is like the behaviors of these false teachers. Okay. And how it's affecting their own lives. So Jude verse 10 says like unthinking animals. Okay. I'm going to restate that unthinking animals, animals who do not think. Like unthinking animals, they do whatever their instincts tell them. And so they bring about their own destruction. Now, who is he referring to? He's referring to false teachers, okay? Um, People had kind of weaseled their way into the church and started spreading this false doctrine that Jude was addressing. And so he's addressing these false teachers. And I just think it's so, so interesting. Like unthinking animals, They do whatever their instincts tell them, and so they bring about their own destruction. He's talking about self-sabotage. Now, in Jude verse 16, he says, these people are grumblers and complainers living only to satisfy their desires. They brag loudly about themselves, and they flatter others to get what they want. Now, it's interesting because all of these verses, I'm going to read one more to you, have, have, well, they've definitely described me at some point in my life. I'll acknowledge it. I'm a sinner. I'm, I'm not out here a perfect person. Um, and maybe they've described you as well. So it's interesting um, that, you know, Judas talking about false teachers, but there are principles in your characteristics, I should say, that each one of us can relate to. And lastly, the one that I want to highlight to you is Jude verses nine. They follow their natural instincts because they do not have God's spirit in them. Here's what I'm getting from that verse, okay? Without God, our natural instinct is to self-sabotage. It's to sin, which of course we know brings about our own destruction. And at one time or another, like I said, these passages, well, they've definitely described me and they've probably described you as well. So let's talk about how, how, what are some obstacles? Like, like when it, what does it potentially look like for an online coach to self-sabotage? So I used um, I used some good old chat GPT 
And um, I, we're going to dive into this. Okay. So let's first talk about um, one of the biggest obstacles that gets in a coach's way of building success is themselves. Okay. It's not the algorithm. It's not a lack of strategy. It's not their business coach. It is the coach themselves. Now, that is something that we oftentimes don't like to acknowledge. Like when we're having struggles in our business, we don't really like to acknowledge that maybe the problem is us and that we really need to look in the mirror. Um, we like to blame other people or other things. Okay. I think it's part of our sinful nature. Now, what can self-sabotaging behaviors as an online coach look like? Okay. And this is, uh, this is what uh, ChatGPT and myself came up with. Not planning out your weekly or daily tasks, just kind of like jumping into your week, not really knowing what you're going to do, not following through with your weekly and daily tasks. In other words, you plan them out, but you don't actually do them. Allowing excuses to decide whether or not you take action. Sleeping through your alarm. You guys, if you've listened to the podcast uh, <laughs> for any length of time. You probably have maybe heard me talk about on an episode that that is something I personally struggle with. Um, Undercharging, letting imposter syndrome run wild, saying that you don't have time, saying that you don't have enough money, procrastination, being afraid of failure, avoiding things that you know you need to do, but don't want to do, so you avoid them. Not tracking your leads, not having boundaries, not asking for help when you need it. Comparison, which is super, super common for online coaches because we're on this platform um, where we we look at the highlights of other people's lives. And, you know, this can really, comparison can really sneak in if we are allowing ourselves to scroll aimlessly on Instagram. Again, I'm guilty of that as well. And then lastly, overthinking. I want you to know I've done all of these, okay? So this is not me talking to you on my high horse, hoity-toity, trying to <laughs> preach at you. These are all things that self-sabotaging behaviors I have fallen into as well. And I want to highlight them to you in case maybe you're falling into these behaviors currently. So let's take a few of those behaviors because we went through a lot of them. Um, we don't have time to go through all of them, but let's just take a few, okay? I highlighted three of those behaviors from that list. And I want to understand how that particular behavior could potentially self-sabotage our success if we followed our natural instinct uh, and and fell into these behaviors without interrupting them, okay? The first one is undercharging. Now, this is really common when a coach starts out in their business, and I get it because I've never, <laughs> I've never met anybody that undercharged worse than I did. You've probably heard the story of the time back in 2019 where I... I took on a huge group of ladies and for six weeks I coached them and I charged $24 for six weeks of coaching. Yikes. I know. I know that, um, that's about $4 a week, $4 a week. That's not even a dollar a day. Why, why am I the way that I am? Okay. Um, so, so undercharging. Okay. Here's the thing. When you undercharge, you force yourself to overwork in order to hit your income goals. You force yourself to overwork in order to hit your income goals. And it says in the Bible that the laborer deserves his wages. Now, we could sit on this topic for a long time. This is something that I address inside of Powerhouse because you guys all know that I'm here teaching coaches how to sell high ticket, which is ironic because I've also never met anybody that 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 charged 
like undercharged worse than I did back in the day. And so just God has a funny sense of humor, but undercharging is a form of self-sabotage because when you undercharge, you force yourself to overwork in order to hit your income goals. The next one is being afraid of failure. Now, you guys have heard Betsy Crony on the podcast. She is an incredible woman. She is a Christian mindset and neuroscience mentor. Uh, She is my mentor. She has been on the podcast. She's mentored inside a powerhouse. She's incredible. And she has said, and I'm paraphrasing this, that there are two ways to fail, okay? The first way is by giving up. The second way is by not even starting in the first place. And I remember her and I discussing this And she said, most people think that they're avoiding failure by not even starting, but really that in and of itself is failure. If you're afraid of failure, maybe you're not even starting the task. Maybe you're not even starting the journey, okay? Or if you did start the journey, it can be really hard for you to continue on and create this massive success in your business because if you're afraid of failure, it's probably also going to be hard for you to make the post, to reach out and engage with potential clients in the DMs, to hire a coach and a mentor to help you reach your goals faster and with less road bumps instead of trying to duct tape your business together yourself. Or it might be hard for you to offer your services to somebody who needs your help. Friend, if you are afraid to fall, you might not even get on the bike. Or if you do get on the bike, you may not even do the necessary things that you need to do in order to keep pedaling, okay? And to see success. Lastly, We're going to go through one more, and that is comparison, okay? Super, super easy to fall into, again, because we're out here on a platform that is mostly visual, okay? And everybody is showcasing the best parts of their life and hiding the worst. I am 100% guilty of that, okay? And it makes sense, right? Like, like we don't really want to show the most vulnerable parts of our lives, and nor are we, in, uh, nor are we obligated to, to showcase personal parts of our lives. Like, we don't have to showcase personal parts of our lives. However, when we showcase only the good stuff, what it does is when people are scrolling through and they're seeing the highlights of other people's lives, all of a sudden they're like, "Oh my gosh!" They like they paint this picture that that person's life is perfect and that their own life is not. And by comparison. They start to feel bad about themselves or their business, okay? And it's a lie of the enemy. Really, it is. It's a lie of the enemy that the grass is greener on the other side of the fence, okay? When in reality, as we know, the grass is green where we water it. I love the verse that says, you cannot mock God, you will reap what you sow. So let's talk about some strategies here to avoid self-sabotage, okay? First off, I have I have multiple things written down. First one is to read the book of Proverbs. Man, oh man, oh man. If you ask me, Kimmy, what's your favorite book in the Bible? It's Proverbs. It's Proverbs hands down. A person could probably create an entire podcast, not just a podcast episode, not even just a podcast episode series, but an entire podcast all about the book of Proverbs. It is straightforward. It is not sugarcoated. It is, it is easy reading in the sense of it doesn't take a whole lot of deciphering. Like there are some parts of the Bible that you kind of have to sit with and really like think super deeply about in order to understand, you know, what is the Lord getting at here? Proverbs, I'm not saying that you don't also need to sit deeply with Proverbs, but like Proverbs is very straightforward. It's a great place to start in the Bible if if you're new to the Bible. Um, so read Proverbs right then and there. That book will just <laughs> snap you out of it. 
Um, also self-awareness. Okay. You cannot change what you are not aware of. And that's the really sneaky thing about self-sabotage is a lot of times we're not even, not even aware that we are sabotaging. Uh, you guys have heard Betsy Crony talk on the podcast about this concept of buffering, that your brain will buffer. Or if you're like, what do you mean buffer? You know, like when we have the MacBooks that when, when the MacBook is thinking or your computer's thinking and it has like that spinning wheel on it, and you're just like, oh my gosh. Like, I remember, I think in, in school growing up, we, I used to call it like the spinning wheel of death. But <laughs> I know, so dramatic. But it's like when your computer is thinking and like you, you can't do what it is that you need to do because the computer is like stalled you, okay? That's kind of like what our brain does. Our brain will buffer something if it, if it is sensing that either what we're about to do might cause us pain or if, if, if even in a simpler way, if what we're about to do um, it's something we don't really want to do, right? Because your brain doesn't want you to be uncomfortable, which is unfortunate because uncomfortability is how we grow. And so, for example, if you're somebody that is super, super afraid of failure, your brain is going to perceive failure as painful and it's it's going to really buffer and try to keep you from doing things that you are perceiving as, oh my gosh, if I don't do this perfect, it's a failure, such as making the post, okay? Such as DMing uh, warm leads in your DMs. So, if you're not aware of when your brain is buffering, it's really hard to do anything about it. So I would really encourage you, friend, to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to give you a supernatural sense of self-awareness so that you can see where you are buffering, where you are self-sabotaging, and ask the Holy Spirit to help you change that, to turn, to repent. The next one, find a routine that works for you and stick to it. It's, it's one thing to set a routine. It's another to actually stick to it. Now, it's important to also recognize the season of life you're in and not to get into comparison because, um, for example, if you're a brand new mom and you have it in your head because you've been scrolling on Instagram that the only way to succeed is to get up at five o'clock in the morning, do a workout for an hour and go through this grueling day and but that, 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 that system, that routine just isn't working for you because of the season in your life you're in. Guess what? Like that's actually going to set you back. So you need to find a routine that's going to work for you and then stick to it and be really careful that comparison doesn't sneak its way into you when you're creating your own routine. Next one, set goals and don't stop until you achieve them. Another thing that Patsy Crony has taught us here is that, um, confidence comes from us doing the things that we say we're going to do, okay? So if you're setting goals and you're consistently giving up, okay? Well, number one, that is one way that we fail, we give up. And secondly, you're teaching your brain this habit of I give up when things are hard, which decreases your confidence. So the next time you go to try and do something, that's what your brain has on repeat. Um, the next one, hire a mentor, Okay. The Bible says in, in Proverbs, talks about hiring wise mentors and being surrounded by wise counsel. Next, track your IPA metrics. Now you might say, Cami, what does IPA stand for? It stands for income producing activities. In other words, what are you doing on a weekly and a daily basis to move the needle forward in your business? Do you know what metrics are going to move the needle forward? I read this book. It was called four-hour work week by Timothy Ferris. And it talked about this principle in there. Um, let me look it up. Okay. I found it. It is 
an 80-20 principle that was created by Vilfredo Pareto, which essentially says that 80% of your success comes from 20% of your actions, okay? And this principle can be observed multiple different times throughout our world, but think about that. 80% of your success comes from 20% of your actions. So if I'm doing 10 actions, but really only two of them are really moving the needle forward, then am I wasting my time by doing the other eight actions? Possibly. And that's really what I want you to ask yourself today. What are those, what are those 20% of actions that are really, really moving the needle forward? And how can I get hyper-focused on those 20% of actions? Okay. Also known as income producing activities in your business. Okay. If you don't know what that is, join Powerhouse. I'll show you what those income producing activities are. The next one, practice discipline. Now, emphasis on practice, not perfect discipline, but practice discipline. The same way that your brain um, can fall into a habit of giving up, your brain can also be trained to get into a habit of being disciplined. Um, It says in scripture that like discipline is never fun while it's happening, but Um, the person will reap a harvest for those who are trained in it. I don't remember exactly what scripture that is, but um, discipline is important, okay? And you need to practice it. And the last one is avoid avoidance. Um, In other words, if there's something that you know you need to do, hiring the mentor, um, sending the DM, making the post, whatever it is that you know you need to do in this season. However, maybe you don't want to do it, Make it a point to complete that task first before doing anything else. Don't allow yourself to fall into the habit of procrastination, okay? So friend, I just, again, encourage you to take a few moments to ask the Holy Spirit to highlight for you where in your life are you self-sabotaging? When it comes to your business, when it comes to your relationships, when it comes to your faith, when it comes to your marriage, where are you self-sabotaging, okay? And also how ask the Holy Spirit to, to give you revelation about, okay, now that I know and I have awareness of this, Lord, how do I turn? How do I repent? How do I move away from this buffering, from the sabotage that I'm that I'm found myself in in order to move the needle forward? So friend, if you found this episode helpful, I would so love to hear from you, okay? I would love to see who is listening this week. Would you please screenshot your screen listening to this episode? Share it to your Instagram story and tag me. I would love, again, to see who is listening this week. Now, friends, I will be back with you here on Monday for another business-focused episode, but next Thursday is when we are going to have the big finale, the big finale of our Bible study breakdown episodes inside the book of Revelation. You don't want to miss it. I'll see you there. Hey, coach. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you got exactly what you needed to hear, even if it stung a little. Every week, I am committed to showing up here on the show and bringing you not one, but two value-packed episodes to help you grow deeper in your faith, build a profitable coaching business, and become an absolute powerhouse at getting high-ticket coaching clients online. And the number one way that you can support the Bible's Babies and Business podcast is by taking 30 seconds to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and then share this show with a friend. Thank you for partnering with me to get these episodes out to as many online coaches as possible because the world needs more powerhouse women building online coaching businesses for the kingdom of heaven. I appreciate you. I love you. And I'll see you in the next episode.